0: Hey, you found us! It's the Ben and Matt Sportscast. I'm Ben Glicksman with my tag team partner Matt Story, and a special guest—the only other voice you've heard on this podcast feed. Pat Richardson is here for our definitive mascot draft. Hello, Pat. That's how are right. you?
1: I'm doing well, and uh, I guess depending on how this unfolds, this will be my first uh, Ben and Matt Sports Draft Sportscast appearance where I didn't talk about the Cleveland Browns. I mean, but you never know. You might.
0: Yeah, if you yeah, draft the dog pound. <laughs> Uh, yeah. <laughs> so uh, this is in the spirit of Joe Posnanski's podcast drafts, where the rule is just the initial statement, which is it is a mascot draft. At that point, all of the drafters can pick how they want to go and defend or insult the picks of others. Uh, all right. All right. Pat, you are our guest. So the first overall pick belongs to you.
1: Perfect. I'm I'm very excited. And uh, yeah, I just wanted to expand a little bit on what you said, that the complete prompt was mascots. It wasn't even sports mascots. Um, So I thought about being really contrarian and going with five non-sports team mascots. Uh, But I think in the spirit of the draft, uh, I'll I'll reserve those for the honorable mentions. Um, And then just as a a little bit discussion on the thought process. I, there, were, there were two ways to go about this. There was, you know, what would be the consensus best mascots. But I think um, as I was reflecting on my very long list that I ended up crafting, um, I, I think inevitably anybody's favorite mascot, it's going to be something pretty personal to them. So I just I want to say that I'm, I'm prepared, prepared to defend to the death five picks that probably nobody will, will agree with any of the five of them. Uh, So, yeah, let's get going. Let's get going with it. So um, my first pick ended up being a little bit easier for me than I thought it would be. Um, And it's probably just reflecting on a little bit of the glow of a recent graduation. But the number one overall pick in this draft is Hanson Dan, the 17th, the current mascot of the Yale University Bulldogs. So there's a couple things that I really like about Handsome Dan. First of all, he's got a long, extensive history that has been well-documented because he's been raised by Ivy Leaguers for 120 years. Um, but the, uh, there's, there's a couple of fun things about Handsome Dan. First of all, Handsome Dan three, seven, and eight all had to be retired after their first football games because that's when it was discovered they were definitely afraid of crowds. <laughs> um, <laughs> which, which, which does not include Handsome Dan six, who served out a full year, but unfortunately had a heart attack at the end of the Yale Harvard game during the fireworks show. So, so Yale's got a good history of really picking, you know, those those, uh, those good therapy dog, good with crowd uh, type of animals. Um, But then the the, the final points I want to make about Handsome Dan, very close to my heart because I met him as a puppy. And I I said 17, but actually 18 is the current. Um, Handsome Dan the 17th died my first semester here. So I I thought that was a really bad omen um, that ended up not playing out because 18 is just delightful. And uh, for the first time, Handsome Dan the 18th is an old English bulldog rather than an English bulldog, which means he can swim, so that's a, just a new dimension for the for what Handsome Dan can bring to the game, and then uh, any discussion of Handsome Dan would be remiss if you didn't mention the uh, the LeBron James of Handsome Dan's, which was number thirteen. Um, Handsome Dan's thirteenth served for eleven years, really a truly remarkable run for a, for an English bulldog, and most importantly, he was trained. He had one trick. Uh, where if his handler would say would you rather die or go to Harvard he would roll over and play dead so easy call for me handsome and the 18th uh, number one mascot um,
0: you were right uh, at least for your first pick which is I do not agree with you uh, yeah. so I'm glad that you had a full- throated defense ready because I think that's wrong
1: yeah pretty pretty undefensible unless you're in a very s- small subset of people and that's how this whole thing's going to unfold you should be ready for it I, I'll be honest. I don't hate
2: it. I don't hate <laughs> it. You you've got personal connection, and I love live animal mascots.
1: So but yeah, there's team. there's going to be, gonna be that in my picks. The live animal of a weight. that's a good here. one as far as I'm concerned. I, I I've
2: got no beef with that. If Ben wants to knock it, he can knock it. I'm not going to.
0: Oh, I'm not. Uh, appreciate you. it, Pat. <laughs> Um, well, Matt, it, you have the number two pick. Um, yes, I've, I do. I'm a little concerned that it's just going to be another Bulldog because I know you. But I
2: thought about that, and it's, it's a, well, let's just say, GM speak, my number one pick is still on the board. Mm-hmm. And that number one pick is Bevo of the Texas Longhorns. I respect also, it. Also a live animal and uh, one that similar to Pat's explanation. I, I got a picture with Bevo about 10 years ago at the Fiesta Bowl. Uh, he had not gotten out of his cage at that point like he did with Uga this year at the Sugar Bowl. So it was very sedate Bevo. And uh, I love Texas. I love live animal mascots. How can I turn down Bevo as my number one pick? Uh,
0: well... I have to say that I am thrilled to be sitting at the third pick with not only my number one, but I think the world's consensus number one mascot available. But, Pat, do you have a take on Bevo? It sounded like you like it. Yeah, I, I, I love it. I, I thought it was going to be a steal for me in the later rounds, but um, I forgot about stories,
1: strong connection to Texas. Um, I, you know, I, I, I have two clear uh, Facebook photo memories of that story. I think at one time he put a picture of him posing with Bevo, and yep. the other was him posing with uh, Vince Young, um, making that, that is correct. So yeah, I, correct I, at the I, I uh, two thousand nine or two thousand ten championship game after the oh9 season. Yes, yeah, I, I, I should have seen that coming. I, I thought that was going to be a GM steal in the later rounds. So yeah, yeah, I, I, I couldn't, bought, I couldn't let yeah, Bevo pass. Yeah, right. so I think it sounds like Matt and I took a similar approach, and Ben's going for the who's going to agree with him online. So we'll we'll see what happens.
0: <laughs> <laughs> As though no right. anybody's going to listen to this, <laughs> right? But, you know, <laughs> we'll just agree, I have to say that's the right.
1: important thing. Right? right? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Look, I'm picking the only mascot to go cross sport professional sport in 1989 in the 11th inning of a game. He was thrown out for standing on top of the visitors' dugout. And land, because he jumped up and landed on the roof. Uh, the manager of the Dodgers, Tommy Lasorda, complained to the umpires and had the mascot ejected from the game. That mascot's team abandoned their city thanks to Major League Baseball. So what did he do? Did he pack up and leave? No, he just put on a hockey sweater to back the Canadiens. I'm picking Yupi, and I'm totally fine with Yuppie as the number three overall pick. I feel like I'm the 76ers, and you both let Joel Embiid fall to three.
1: He's a good pick. I'm not going to knock a good pick.
2: It, it. It's a good pick, but you know, under that rationale, you'll get to the second round and lose every year. So, okay. <laughs>
0: all right, all right. Back to the. And, top. You know,
2: I love Joe Embiid. I just had to had to take a little jab there. But.
0: Well, let's go back to the top of the draft for round two. Pat backing up, handsome Dan. Plenty of good mascots on the board. Mm-hmm.
1: So. You know, I, I, I'm trying to not get too fantasy football where you throw your whole strategy out the window after one round. Um, but, yeah, it seems like Ben's going for the uh, – the world think the best picks? And Matt's going for things that are a little bit closer to his heart. So, you know what? I'm, I'm going to stick with my original order because my number two is still on the board. And it's definitely a reach. I could have definitely gotten him undrafted. Uh, but I'm going with – um, and, and I'm going to need a little bit of a, a judgment call here, but it's, it's two dogs that have served the same purpose. And again, it's that, that live mascot's really touch close to home for me. But the Trenton Thunder minor league baseball team trained Chase the bat dog to retrieve a bat after an at-bat. And then subsequently when Chase unfortunately got too old, they trained Rookie the bat dog to retrieve the bat do the same function. And it's one of, the, one of the highlights of any minor league game is when they get something kitschy and they had a dog every every damn at bat retrieve a bat, and I think importantly there's a there's a recent video where uh, it's one of the loudest boos I've ever heard in my life recorded at a minor league baseball game, and it's when the home plate umpire picks up a bat and casually tosses it at the dugout when rookie is on his way to retrieve it. I have never seen such a unified reaction against an umpire. Um, so yeah, I'm going with, uh, chase and or rookie, the bad dog basket of the Trenton thunder. I,
0: I like
2: that.
1: And I, I did see that video
2: on highly questionable with Dan Leversard. They love those random animal videos. And so I know the video of which you speak and it was a good one.
0: I hated handsome Dan as a pick. I love chase and rookie as a pick. I can't, I okay. have no, I have no argument with this. They are beloved, um, You know, in the spirit of Air Bud, they you know bring sports and dogs together in a way that everyone, children and adults, can enjoy.
1: Well, I'm I'm glad I gained a little bit of confidence from you, Ben.
0: (laughs) Um, (laughs) Matt, there seems to be a run on dog mascots going from uh, from our friend, the Yale grad. So, if you want a dog, you might have to jump soon.
2: (laughs) Well, I was going to anyway. Uh, this was the other one I was considering uh, with my first pick. I'm taking Uga, another another live bulldog, uh, very much in the spirit of the of the first pick. Uh, I think there's been ten or eleven now. Uh, I got I got my photo. I think it was with Ugga Seven, who uh, was was short lived. He, he did not live very long, but he came down here at the uh, the Tempe game in 2008 when Georgia was number one in the country and put a put a pretty solid beat down on an overrated ASU team at that point. Um, and I've always loved Bulldogs from from youth, being born in Iowa, home of the Drake Bulldogs. Ugga to me is the king of the Bulldog mascot, so I'm taking Uga.
0: Interesting. So you get your top Bulldog in the second round when a Bulldog went number one overall. This has the feeling of the New York Giants uh, draft this year. <laughs> you know <laughs>
2: Oh, okay. Is my Dwayne Haskins? Is yeah. that is that the rationale? Yeah. You're looking, there? Okay. You're looking okay. at
0: Pat's uh, Jones pick, and you're like, oh, you know what? I feel like I'm still getting the guy I want in yeah. rationale. Yeah. Yeah. You know,
2: that's okay. I mean, we'll, we'll see what happens over the course of time.
1: Well, actually, we won't because these Bulldogs will never go up against each other, but <laughs> <out to> it sounds <laughs> good. Uh, yeah, I, Uga was on my list. I have to admit that I knew, I, I, I knew that I was not going to be able to get him beyond the second round, that the math story was going to pick him up, but really, yeah. Live mascot. It's a dog. It's name is just the, the university's abbreviation shortened. I love it when you don't overthink things. Yeah. It's a great, yeah. Yep. Uh, a
2: family line of dogs going back uh, about a hundred years now. Uh, yep. uh, you know, a, a great traditional mascot.
0: Yep. Well, I am now, you know, doing the thing I didn't want to do. And I'm throwing my draft board out the window because I'm realizing that if I don't go with a live animal pick here, I might not get my live animal at all. Um, you may not. So mm-hmm. I am taking the combined live and costumed Mike the Tiger of LSU. Oh, that's a good one. That was
2: good on tip. my list. Because he I, I yeah, good pick.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I appreciate the respect that both of you showed that pick. I, I was I was doing a little research about an hour ago, and Mike the Tiger was definitely on my list of possible picks. So a, a, a solid one for you. I feel, yeah, good. and you said it. The, the reason it was
1: uh, a, a strong pick is that it's got the live and the costumed components to it. Yep, really, yep. really well rounded pick there. Yeah, That's a two way like player.
0: <laughs> Thank you. I feel I feel very good. It's nice to get a piece of the SEC. Um, and I'm very happy with the way that this mascot team is shaping up with UP and the Tiger. Uh, so, Pat, back to you for your third overall pick. Okay. Um,
1: you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to make my comments in real time rather than saving for the end. Just a lot of place hitting uh, right now. I have to say that UP was my number one uh, costume pick, and I was really hoping he'd be overlooked for a couple of rounds. So uh, hats off to that. Um, we might be moving out of the wild animal realm for at least a couple of rounds, uh, which you know that's the beauty of uh, an unprompted draft. You never, you never know where this uh, uh, prompt is going to lead you. So, my number three pick, I'm sticking with my original top five. This is, this is how I listed them: one, two, three. So I got to stick with it. See if I can run the board here. I'm going with the suns gorilla number three. Oh, that
0: is a um, great pick. I, I think there, you know,
1: at least some of this is nostalgia that the the, the first. The, the first basketball games I ever watched were Phoenix Suns with Charles Barkley, and really the gorilla was it. He was he was prime time for for mascots at that time, and uh, you know I didn't I didn't have any stronger feelings beyond it's a slam dunking gorilla. Uh, I thought that was good enough, but I looked into his history to figure out you know he must have some origin story. This, there must be a reason for this, and there absolutely is not. It's even better than you could have imagined. Um, there was a, a guy was hired to deliver a singing telegram to a Phoenix Suns game. He was spotted because some halftime performer didn't show up that day. So they, they called out this guy wearing a gorilla suit who was there to give a singing telegram. He just kind of danced around and was silly for a few minutes. The crowd loved him. Uh, he hung around for eight years. He was temporarily retired. Suns tried to replace him with a uh, sunflower-themed mascot that I think lasted about 24 hours. And they said, no, we're bringing back the gorilla— so mm-hmm. there, there's no reason for a gorilla to be in Arizona. There's no reason for a gorilla to be playing basketball. He's just a perfect
0: mascot. <laughs> I love it. He was on my board. <laughs> I'm sorry to see him go. Yeah, that, that, that's a good value pick there. I think. Matt. All right. Ready. I'm here. I'm ready. I'm I'm anxious. Uh, so this
2: one this one's trickier because I knew my first two if they were available I knew where I was going and they they were available. This one it's difficult I'm considering a few different baseball team mascots but I think I'm gonna go in the vein of kind of what I've done already which is mascots that I've seen in person met in person I take Wally from the Boston Red Sox the right. green monster Ooh, I was
0: there okay. and you were you took the photo that that was a special moment for all of us. He's a he's a star of ESPN commercials. He is. He is.
2: Yes. Yes. He betrayed, uh, or he was betrayed by David Ortiz, I should say. Um, and uh, and I, you know, I, for some reason, I love the name Wally. I always have. And uh, you know, a giant mascot with a giant head.
1: Uh, it's, it's hard to hard to get better than that, you yep. I yeah, th- that, uh, that that touches on a couple of those principles. I think the the best mascots are the ones that have somehow impacted you in some way. And also don't overthink it. What's, what's the what's right. nice about Boston? It's a big green wall. That's gonna be like exactly. green exactly, mascot yes. name of Wally. That's that's right. That's right. It's, yeah.
2: It's an easy job, you know. I've considered a few different ones there, but I'm I'm going with him over my, my other choices, which may come up later if they're not already taken.
0: I I'm gonna dip now all the way, I've got my pro. I've got my college, I'm going to the minor leagues, and I was torn, I have, I have another minor leaguer on my list, uh, but I am going with Ted E. Tourist, the bear mascot of the Asheville Tourists. Uh, you might know him from their hats from the 80s and 90s, where he is wearing sunglasses, cleats, and a Hawaiian shirt, because he's a bear and he's a tourist. And I think it is the single greatest mascot image in the minors of that era. I'm taking Ted E. Tourist. There you go.
1: It's a it's a good pick. I knew Ben had a an encyclopedic knowledge of minor league mascots that I was never going to be able to get a get a real diamond in the rough. Um, I just have to tip my cap to that. Yeah, that's. uh, I'm I'm going to go with the
2: same sentiment there. That that is one that I do not know, but I like the description and. And so, you know, I can't argue with it.
0: Look, he's a bear and he's a tourist and you look at him and you know. You don't know why he's in Asheville, but you know the rest of it. I got
2: gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I'm a fan of bears, so <laughs>
0: I have no problems with that. All right. We're coming into the turn now, Pat. Your first, your the first pick of round four belongs to you. All right.
1: So it gets a little tricky for me here because the the top picks now are more like consensus good picks that don't really have a whole lot of personal connection. So I'm, I'm thinking of mixing it up a little and digging a little bit deeper, but uh, you know what, since I made a top five and that five is still intact right now, I'm just going to stick with it. My number four pick Added as number four overall as the San Diego chicken. Oh um, that's so that's good. That's a good one. That's who I thought Ben was taking first when you first uh, Yeah, uh, you first yeah, were started, describing that. Yeah, yeah. I was I was crossing it out on my on my iPad note as, as Ben started to talk and, and Yuki's kind of in that same that same flavor. I'm I'm a little nervous about the San Diego chicken because you know, any memories I have of laughing at him, I you know, I was age four to age seven, kind of in that range. I think one of the good things about the chicken is that he was he was actually pretty risque, and I think a lot of his hijinks kind of wouldn't fly over too well in the uh, hashtag Me Too era. It was a lot about, like, if not attractive women, or, you know, if a man was, sure was obviously on a date. So I don't I don't know how well it would play in, in this day and age, but I'm, I'm just going to stick with my gut and go with the San Diego chicken. Again, yeah. it doesn't make any sense. It's a large, multicolored chicken from San Diego, but... You know, he just he just nailed it. He was just a pro's pro on the mascot circuit.
0: He was the one who invented holding up the eye chart for the umpires. Uh, I yep. mean, that's classic. Yep. He's a he's a classic mascot. He's he was on my board. He was where I was going next. I'm very jealous of this pick. I'm proud of you. That's a great
2: pull. That is a good pick. Yes, yes, yeah. You can't can't dispute one of the most historic mascots.
0: Matt, your All right. turn. All
2: right. I am up, Uh, let's see I was considering a couple different ones again But Okay, I'm going to go with one that is Famous for Kind of beginning a now 25 plus year tradition on Saturday Mornings, and that is Brutus Buckeye, the first head Put on by Lee Corso Not an Ohio State fan, as you Know, but I love Brutus Buckeye
0: it's, it is a great, classic college mascot.
2: It is. It is. Unique. Nothing else like it. And, uh, again, I, I love me some college game day, and Brutus was the first. The first mascot head put on by Corso way back in the mid-'90s when we were just youngsters.
1: And he was, yeah, too. It's, it's, it's a good pick. It's, it's a respectable pick. I, I just kind of let my um, total disdain for Ohio State. And I don't like I, I Ohio just, State. I could get over it. So that's, that's, uh, I, I debated that, but I, I like the mascot. I don't like the school. It's a testament to your your respect for the game that you know it's it, it it's is hard to have a draft without a Bruce appearance. So it is. It I, is. I I
0: just put my hat to it. Um. So I considered this my number one mascot, and to to have this mascot available. In round four, at the end of round four, makes me feel very good. He is an inaugural class mascot Hall of Famer, along with the San Diego Chicken. He is the beast of the NL East. I'm taking the Philly Fanatic, who I cannot believe fell this far.
2: I'm a little surprised, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah I say that. Surprised he made it 12 picks, but I was going to be surprised if he made it all 15
0: I mean, I was, uh, I I was a little worried about going too NL East heavy with, a, with the Expos mascot. But, you know, when you, it, that's just a value pick for me. When, you know, when there's agree. that kind of talent on the board, you throw out the, uh, the needs and you just say, this, this is the most talented mascot available.
1: Fair enough. Yeah, it's, um, it, it doesn't make a lot of sense that he fell as far as he did. And, you know, a, a peek behind the curtain when I asked for some clarification on what a mascot was, my specific example was the Philly fanatic. Um, but yeah, I, I think I, I might've just overthought it and he, he fell. So kudos for, kudos for catching them.
0: So Pat, your final pick of this, the inaugural definitive mascot draft. All right. So uh, since I,
1: since I said that I was going to stick with my original five and my original five remains untouched, I'm going to go ahead and close it out. But I, I honestly don't feel great about it. My pick at number five is Mr. Metz. And really, uh, I think there's something that I've grown to appreciate about Mr. Met, which is that he he really kind of embodies the feeling of the New York Mets. I think I think in his like, you know, the 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 official story of Mr. Met, I think he's been cheated on several times by Mrs. Met. I think he's kind of widely reviled in New York proper. I think he's just kind of considered a fixture, but like uh, can't really um, be tampered with. So I get a, I get a sense of melancholy anytime I see Mr. Met. Um, well, he had I, it. I think he was, yeah, yeah. I, I think he, uh, he, he, recently flipped off a fan in New York, which I think is a very, you know, if you were going to describe the experience of being a Mets fan, I think getting flipped off by the mascot is a pretty, pretty on the nose. So, you know, I don't love him. I don't love what he's going to do for the rest of my five, but he was my on my number five list. And, Really, that, that's probably owing more to just that oversight of not drafting the fanatic than anything else, but I'm, I'm going to stick with
0: it. I, I have to say, his ESPN commercial cameos and his torrid love affair with Linda Cohn in the 90s <laughs> cannot be overlooked. Yeah, um,
2: yeah no, Mr. Metz, a good one. That was the one I was considering with uh, when I said I was taking Wally and I was thinking about other baseball. That is, that is one of the other two I was considering. Yeah,
1: there's kind of, you, you feel... You feel like you're kind of picking the same person over and over again when you pick these like super iconic right. mascots. The Fanatic, Mr. Met, Mr. Redlegs. I don't know if I'm jumping ahead on that. but uh, That was the you know, other the, one I considered, but it's not who I'm taking with my next pick. Yeah, so, but I mean, it just doesn't make any sense. So you, you wouldn't be bored of having that many Hall of Famers on your team, but. Right, uh, right. So yeah, I'm just going to go with it, so.
0: Uh, a little concerning for me. My number four on my big board was the San Diego Chicken, and number five was Mr. Met. So our top three were completely okay. misaligned. But we, yep. we found some <laughs> s- some uh, common Sounds ground like, at the end. Yeah. <laughs> Matt, how are you closing it? Right.
2: Last one. Uh, so I've kind of gone very pretty famous mascots thus far. This one maybe not as famous, although he has also been featured on ESPN commercial Sports Center. I'm taking Big Red from Western Kentucky University. Ooh, The red furry blob that wow. is neither male nor female, nor really any sort of thing except the blob, as they describe him. I like Big Red.
0: I think that's a great pick. I believe he has the capacity, at least at one time, to open his giant mouth and like swallow things. He
1: does. Yes. So. He does, yes. Uh,
0: that, that's <laughs> I mean, I'm reading
2: his, his Wikipedia page. His signature moves
1: are the belly slide and the belly shake. How can <laughs> you not like that? Yeah, really, really iconic uh, mascot moves. That there's nothing wrong with that. Exactly. Yeah, I applaud him. Yeah.
0: So, uh, you know, to to wind down the draft, I, I'm going to talk a little bit about who I'm not going to take. My my pick that I was like, this is my for all the smarks out there uh, was going to be the New Jersey Swamp Dragon, the t- the team name change that never was. <laughs> uh, for, the, for the Brooklyn Nets um, I've seen the images From Zach Lowe's articles about it On ESPN and, and it's a cool mascot But honestly I don't know how it would play in real life um, I also considered The hated Brooklyn Knight Because I think every good team needs like Someone who the fans get on To take the heat off of everyone else um, And I considered my childhood Mascot hero Tuffy the Toro Um Duh.
1: That's a good one, yeah. That, that, would, that would have been a, uh, an emotional pick, certainly. It would have, yes.
0: Mm-hmm. But what it, when it comes to um, filling out this team, I've got... The Fanatics considered a bird. So I've got a bird, a bear, a tiger, and an amorphous UP. And the thing that this team is missing is five famous racing sausages. So I'm taking uh-huh. the Brewers racing sausages, the hot dog, the Polish... The brat, the chorizo, the whole, the Italian—all five—onto this team.
1: You know, I, it's it's a it's a great pick. Um, there were there were two picks on my list that I, I intentionally didn't choose because I didn't want to cause a fight with my my Milwaukee-based friend. Um, the sausages was my number seven, and number eight was Bernie Brewer for me. Um, so Bernie sadly goes undrafted, but you know, if, if anybody's going to have one of those great picks, it's it's got to be you.
0: Look, Bernie is somebody who, as a street-free agent, he has his own slide. He has his own chalet. He used to have his own giant beer mug that he landed in that's currently at a brewery in Milwaukee that you can go visit the mug and the original chalet. It, it, he would have been a great pick. Some, somebody's going to get a street-free agent with a lot of you know in-game mascotting skills. The one thing from having observed him up close now for my entire life his in-game routine is a lot of hanging out on the chalet, and if no one homers, there's not a lot else he does. So, yep. <laughs> that, you know, he's kind of a one-trick pony with the slide. It's a great thing. It's one special yeah. skill, but I'm not sure it was enough, and that's why I left him on the table. I also sure considered personally the swinging fryer mascot. I uh, um, thought about that too. Yep. Yeah, on my list, uh,
1: particularly after the foot waste, uh, that he smoked Greg during Greg's bachelor party.
0: Yes, yes. Yep. Um, I just think that— So do we want to do a—oh, go ahead. I'm sorry, Matt. Well, no, Matt, sure please. It, Matt? it is chaos, and no one's going to be listening. We're already well, you're, at almost at half are mentioning high-five.
2: free agents, and, and uh, at the beginning, Pat mentioned honorable mentions. Do we want to do a quick, like, three priority free agents in the vein of the NFL draft that we're willing to save some of our bonus money to get? Sure. Yeah, let's go for it. You, you, why don't you kick it off, Matt? Okay. Uh, so, I guess my three, we'll do three. Does that yeah, work for everybody? That's fair. Three free uh, three agents, all right. I'm going to take the Notre Dame Leprechaun.
0: That I'm makes sense. I'm
2: going to take uh, Big Al from Alabama. And I'm going to take Sparty, Michigan
0: State. Those are good. You, it, Sparty is probably the buffest mascot, pound for pound strongest mascot, I think, in college football. I think so. I think so,
2: yes. I leaned heavily toward college mascots. That's that's kind of my roots. Uh, I ended up with four or five in my picks and all my free agents. So I'm I'm kind of I'm like Bruce Arians targeting speed. I like college mascots, I guess.
0: Pat, do you, have, it's, uh, it's, do you have a take I, I on Matt's I, um, I,
1: I Sparty, I, I couldn't get behind Michigan State at this time. You guys know I'm a little bit too woke. Um, <laughs> big out. <laughs> Big Al, I I have to be honest, it's also telling on myself a little bit. I didn't know that Big Al was a thing, so I'm going to have to Google that when we're done here. That is Uh, the elephant. Oh, Um, the elephant, okay. Yeah, yeah. I figured he was named... The elephants, but uh, no, no, Big Al. Yeah, it's not a very creative
2: name. In all fairness, but um, right, you know, it's, well, it it's goes with, elephant, which really doesn't have much to do with Alabama.
1: <laughs> um, <laughs>
0: but it goes with Uga. Tie. It goes with Uga. You took a college mascot whose name is just yep. the state. That's right from
1: the <laughs> SEC. Yep. Yeah, yeah, that, nothing, nothing wrong with that. It's it's a it's a very solid draft. And Matt, I think you got your eyes on some some value undrafted picks there. Definitely. Thank you. Thank you. you. Yes, yeah. I'm happy with my team. i All.
2: I'll give a press conference where I say I got all the players I wanted, and and we got better today.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Pat, do you have uh, do you have some?
1: Sure, I've you know I've I've got a few thoughts. Um, like I said, there was no prompt that these had to be sports mascots, so I had a list of non sports mascots, including Big Boy from the Big Boy restaurant chain, uh, Smokey Bear. Only you can prevent forest fires. Smokey Bear and is a Dog. good one. Those are all good ones. Yes, yeah. Um, but I think we would be remiss to not mention, uh, you know, for, for all of our Far Eastern listeners, one of the Eurochara, which are um, mascots developed by, like, a company or a prefecture in Japan to try to promote, like, a thing that happens or an event. They're just, like, big tourist buffers. Cool. Um, and the, the Babe Ruth of yurochara goes by the name of Kumamon, who is the mascot of the Kumamoto Prefecture, he was created to promote the opening of a high high speed rail line, um, and all, you know it's 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 all fun and good and kind of lighthearted. and It's just like a goofy, amorphous, like childish shape with a, you know big sparkling eyes. Um, but uh, Kumamon has generated approximately two billion dollars a year in tourism revenue for the Kumamoto Prefecture. So if you want to talk about a value pick, two billion a year that's that, that's hard to beat. That's pretty good, yeah. Uh, yeah, I just wanted to say UP was on my list. Bevo and Ugga were both on the list. Um, I had Little Red. I didn't know about Big Red. Um, Little Red, the, the goofy dancing boy from the Nebraska Cornhuskers. Ah oh, yes, Got, yes. I don't know. I don't know where my my mind was on that. Um, and then also just a, a quick shout out to some unofficial more, uh, sports mascots, including Keggy the Keg from Dartmouth, um, <laughs> developed by the student newspaper. And also, a, a student newspaper proposed mascot from the Rhode Island School of Design is uh, Rhode Island School of Design has Scrody the Scrotum. Um, that one doesn't make it on ESPN very frequently. Um, <laughs> and then, and then, just then as a, as an acknowledgement that you know I'm a I'm a University of Arizona alum. They're my hometown heroes. But Wilbur the Wildcat is useless as a mascot. Sparky is absolutely the better mascot in, in the state of Arizona. And I actually had him on my list on honorable mentions, but I will clarify that I had him right behind um, being thrown off a bridge into a river that throws <laughs> you off a waterfall. <laughs> and Sparky right behind that. Um, but Sparky was in front of Chief Nakahoma, which is, is really an atrocious thing that happened in the history of Cleveland sports. Or, and I'm sorry, that's a Milwaukee and Atlanta Braves. Yeah, no, that's, that's the Braves that. mascot.
0: But, but I think that opens <laughs> the door to, to my target mascot of this, which okay. is Blooper the The young rookie Braves mascot, who I believe is in his second season, already got Manny Machado to sign over his entire contract. Um, oh, yeah, that's just a, a <laughs> you know he faked him out with a like a big card that everyone was doing, and he had a box for Machado to sign in, and then he ripped away the cover, and it was a giant check made out to blooper for the value of yep, Machado's yes. contract.
1: He, he's got some potential, and uh, on, on that vein, I think Gritty was is he's probably the newest in the mascot uh, lexicon that I think has some real promise of, of he does. the of flyers. He does, yes. And he's then, developed a cult following. Yeah, and then Benny the Bull, I, he, he checks a lot of boxes on things that I wouldn't like in a mascot. It's just a bull. He's not that creative. He doesn't look that interesting. But if you've never seen Benny the Bull... YouTube a video of, like, Benny's greatest hits. That that guy knows what he's doing. His, 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 his best shtick is that he gets one of those, like, enormous Costco-sized bags of popcorn and then spills it on a random fan, like, pretends to trip and just dumps a bunch of popcorn on you. Like, I mean, it's, it's, hard, it's hard to argue with results. And when you watch Benny the Bull work, you know you're seeing a guy who knows his craft.
0: Yeah. Uh, I am left with a couple guys who I was looking at and wound up not taking. Obviously, Tuffy the Toro I mentioned. Um, Bucky Badger would have been a good one. Um, thought about that one too. That is a good one. He's, he's classic. He's well represented in the state. He wears a very natty turtleneck, which I enjoy. Um, and I, and I also considered slugger, the Royals mascot, who is a lion, whose mane, he quaffs up into a crown around his eyes. I think that is a look that only a true legend of a mascot could pull off. Um, And then Stomper, the A's elephant. Um, Big Al's a good elephant. Stomper doesn't really have anything to do with being an athletic, but he's been around forever. He's traveled from Philly, and I think that he's worth taking a second look at. So that that would be the mascot grouping that I would be looking at post-draft.
1: Absolutely. All right, I like it.
0: All right, well, thank you, Pat. I think it's clear that you lost uh, as soon as you took (laughs) Handsome Dan. But, but I, I love the enthusiasm and you were able to, to get the board you wanted. So if nothing else, this Absolutely. is the exact team you wanted. Um, Matt and I will be back to do more sports, less sports mascot stuff. Pat may be back now that the Browns are good. Maybe we'll return to the Cleveland Browns update podcast. Uh, Perfect. And, and also congrats on graduating and uh, becoming a yes. professional in the real world.
1: Appreciate it. Yeah, it's been a long time coming, but this one actually felt like a big deal. So thanks for the kind words. Yeah, congratulations.
0: Until next time, he's Pat, the other one's Matt, I'm Ben. It's the Ben and Matt Sportscast.